here. What are we gonna do today? Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to episode 12 of Friend Request, a show where we pick two pairs in gaming and talk about what makes them interesting. I'm Jennifer Uncle for Scanline Media. And I'm Colin Detmar from Scanline Media. All right, so should I start off with mine, like usual? Oh, or? Sure. Uh, yeah, I guess we didn't really decide this time, but <laughs> please, go ahead. Okay. So it's kind of unusual for us to pick at a game that came out pretty recently. We kind of like to, we kind of like to put a bit of distance in between what we choose so people don't necessarily get spoiled, but uh, I figured if I chose a pretty early relationship in Persona 5, specifically Shiho and An, that uh, it wouldn't be too bad. But uh, just in case, if you don't want to have the first uh, dungeon or what happens immediately before and vaguely after the first dungeon, maybe skip this part. Anyway, um, so... Shiho's basically part of the... Well, Shiho and An go to the same school, Shujin Academy, <laughs> along with everyone else. And uh, I think Shiho's on the volleyball team. She's on some sort of sport that uh, the coach, Kamushida, um, supervises. And the thing about... Uh, the thing about Kamushida is that he's not exactly... He more or less abuses the students and... Uh, Gets into some uncomfortable underage sort of lusting, essentially. So, An and Shiho are basically set up as this inseparable pair. They are more or less looking out for each other in ways that go above and beyond in some cases. So, essentially, at some point, Kamoshida kind of figured that out and decided to use Shiho's safety as leverage to sleep with on more or less and at a certain point it's becomes too the abuse the abuse becomes too much for shiho so she basically jumps off the roof of the school and a lot of time is really spent sort of establishing how much on cares for shiho and how much the other way around is true as well and it's basically the motivating factor that gets her to join up with your then very small group of phantom thieves. And uh, you get the sense that, okay, she's going to fight to basically protect her friend and make sure this never happens to her again. But after all that's said and done, aside from a few moments where you can basically spend time with individual characters in your party during certain moments and learn more about them. You occasionally get to hear more about Shiho from there, but aside from that, they basically drop her entirely as a character in the story. Like, you never really get to see her again. You never really hear how she's doing, unless, like I said, you're talking with An. And even she doesn't seem to mention her as much anymore. And that kind of seems like a crummy thing for a character who basically tries to kill herself at one point to just be 
ignored entirely, especially when they were such close friends together. And it kind of gets to this thing that's kind of uncomfortable in fiction sometimes, where they will set up these relationships between women or just female characters in general, and the pain that they go through is more or less a plot point, and then they're more or less discarded for the rest of the story. And uh, you kind of get the sense that there's plenty of moments within the story itself where characters who you might initially think, okay, I have to keep my identity a secret from them, will more or less come around to being cool with you. But you never really get to spend that time with Shiho. She's just kind of left to recover in the hospital for the rest of the game. And you never really get those moments where... You never really get a sense that this is a side of her life that An shares at all with Shiho. And I think, like, personally, like... Conceptually, there are parts of that that I think work for me, right? Like... I think it's probably good that it didn't suddenly become about about uh, the protagonist and Shiho, right? It's like, no, this is Anne's friend. And, like, you know, she doesn't, like, have a problem with you. But if it's, you know, it's, it's you know, if it suddenly just becomes like, oh, I'm here because I'm, I'm so worried for Shiho. It's like, you don't know Shiho. You've met her a few times and you know Anne really cares about her. And that's that's sort of the importance there. But, like... The game really does treat her like she she's yeah she's a means to an end she does it does basically fridge a woman to motivate another woman um in a way that's really uh on its own it could be kind of excused as maybe bad execution but it's not like the rest of the game is really great in regards to women or really anyone other than you know <laughs> straight men anyway um so it's it's definitely problematic. Yeah, they're all either used as temporary distractions, uh, victims, or objects of affection, more or less. Yeah, it's um, excited that they've got a new director. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. I uh, yeah. yeah, it's a bummer that they don't like. I think there there could have been a cool story told there, sort of a depressing story, but kind of a cool story about how after Shiho ends up in the hospital and Anne can't see her anymore, Anne's life just kind of changes to a point where that like I'm, they're still friends, but they're more distant just because of all that's happened. But that doesn't seem to be the story they're telling. It's just like they forgot about her almost. Yeah, they don't really put in the effort to establishing that. And I kind of get what you're saying earlier regarding how if they if this particular game had spent more time thinking about Shiho, it might have been uncomfortable in terms of the main character kind of inserting himself into her life when... in a way that doesn't feel justified, more or less. But uh, Mm -hmm. I think that's more the fault with the way that the game treats relationships in general, where it's something that you just move forward to win them over instead of just a natural sort of friendship or just acquaintance but that's that's a bigger topic yeah well and also like well okay given that you can i think date every other female social link in the game if they'd made shiho a social link and you could go date the girl who tried to commit suicide because someone either attempted or actually did rape her then it's like boy i i don't trust 
the Persona team in the slightest to handle that the way it needs to be handled. Yeah, and it'd be gamified, so you'd be getting some sort of combat bonus or something like that, which is, which which would be several shades of gross. Yeah. So I don't know. I I would be happy to see like, hey, hmm, we should talk off the air. You know what? Fuck it. <laughs> this is like a big, stupidly mysterious. We should both try and write a short story incorporating her. With the uh, Shiho? Yeah. Huh. That'd be pretty cool. Like, because I think, I think we're not going to get, like, there will probably be a Persona 5 Golden of some sort, or or FES, or whatever you want to call it. But I don't think it'll fix problems with a narrative. Um, And so if we want to, if we want to see, if we should be the change we want to see, right? So, I don't know. That's That's just a fun idea. I, you know, we're not promising anything, and even if we do, I don't show most of my writing to the public. But, moving on. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be into that. Uh, maybe I'll edit that out. I don't know. That was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, my uh, relationship this time is actually a, sort of a, a broader relationship between um, Rosalina from the Mario universe, the Mushroom Kingdom. Well, I guess it. I guess I should say the Mario universe because we're as we're about to find out with Mario Odyssey, it's a lot bigger than just the Mushroom Kingdom, right? Um, but between Rosalina and sort of the rest of the Mario Galaxy and what she and her her effect on it. Um, quick aside before we start, I'm sure Jen already knows this. I think I've I've told people before because I find it incredible. Rosalina is seven and a half feet tall. She's fucking gigantic. I think it's awesome. Um, Rosalina is my favorite Mario character. Um, and it's partially just because of who she is as a person. Um, I just think she's she's really cool. She's, you know, this, like, princess of the stars who is, like, the mother to a bunch of, like, yeah, like, they're called Lumas, like, little star children. And just sort of is calm and serene and looks after the whole galaxy. Um in in Mario Galaxy 2 she only has a few cameos but like also when you um if you die enough and you get like the guide to show you where the star is right the guide is like a a, a version of Rosalina made out of stars like it's just like this, this the the symbolism is very clear but um even beyond just her as a character the effect she has on the mushroom kingdom even in games like Mario Kart and Mario Tennis is she brings this gravity to it that the games didn't have before that I feel like most of the Mushroom Kingdom characters are like goofy jokes and Rosalina isn't like ridiculously serious but she has like a calm and a tranquility that I think acts as a really good foil to everything else that's going on in those games and makes the goofy characters goofier by extension by grounding everything yeah she's basically the grown up in the group yeah it's it's I mean Literally speaking, she's a princess. They, they, she is Princess Rosalina, but it's, it's really like, it it really feels like the other princesses, like Daisy and and Peach, are princesses, and she's a queen, right? She just feels more grown up, and she looks like she feels like she's taking care of things. And I really like the effect that has on those games. Just, I don't know. There, there are a bunch of just dumb little examples, right? Like when she 
like when she wins a race in Mario Kart, she doesn't freak out the way everybody everything else does. She's like, "All right, cool." And you know, like and when she loses, she's just like, "Ah, okay, that's fine." She just doesn't seem as invested in everything, but she still is like pleasant and happy to be there. And I just I just really love what she's done to the tone of those games. So. Totally. And the way that they her whole backstory in Super Mario Galaxy 1 is kind of a highlight for me. I kind of still mm. tear up a bit the way that she ends up putting herself out on the line to help these small star children out. And in the process kind of loses her own family, but uh, mm-hmm. kind of creates a new one amongst all these more or less orphan stars that she takes care of. And by extension, starts taking care of the universe. Yeah, it's this moment where, it, like, as you play through Mario Galaxy and you get stars, uh, Rosalina will occasionally gather the the Lumas in the library and read from a book to them. And it quickly becomes clear the book is about her as a child, um, her story, and how she met the Lumas. Um, and then a little while in, you're like, oh, this is the story of how she came to terms with the death of her mom. Oh, boy boy yeah it's <laughs> it's like it's really heavy stuff especially for a nintendo game yeah it's 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 pretty incredible um so yeah and i i like it gives me hope for like i mean like it gives me hope for uh, but it gives me hope for mario odyssey because i think it was one of the first demonstrations that they could really do to, to me like i mean i've played you know sunshine and that did that game didn't totally work for me and generally mario kind of works in one tone um and the stuff with rosalina was what convinced me that they were capable of taking mario to other places and that's part of what makes me so excited for odyssey is they could really take tonally with the different different uh kingdoms they could take mario to a whole bunch of different places and i'm excited to see what they do yeah and you can kind of see rosalie's rosalina's uh influence in mario odyssey even if they haven't really confirmed whether she's actually in it or not yet um, basically the way that they kind of reinvented Pauline as this mayor of yeah. a fake New York City seems very kind of, oh yeah, she's kind of this grown up now doing her own thing and just really cool and confident about it. And it definitely seems like that came from the same mind that went, what if we just made this really awesome matron of the stars, more or less, this this person who's based more or less the glue of this entire universe. Mm-hmm. And like, you've got these characters like, like Daisy, who's just excited all the time. And Peach, who <laughs> lines like, Oh, did I win? And Mario and also Mario um, to, yeah, as you say, um, Pauline who, you know, and Mario Odyssey has that song basically singing like in the literal lyric singing about the game and about Mario's journey, but it's also in the context of this is Mario's ex-girlfriend singing about how they're still totally cool. And it's just great to see that he's doing well. And it's like, man, <laughs> yeah, this is a much more, much more mature tone. Um, and not, you know, not mature, mature in the way that games don't tend to use it. Right. Usually we use mature to be like, like cursing and bloody and sex. And it's just like, no, it's just a person who isn't a fucking brat. <laughs> yeah. Just um, calm and content. And, um, really striving to do what they want. Yeah, it's it's a really good look, and and you can thank Rosalina for that. And for this episode, we've got to thank you for listening. 
We're on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. We really appreciate your support. If you want to put a rating or review there, that would help us a lot. If you also want to spread the word, let other people know, that would also be awesome. And I give a big thank you to Krista Lee for use of her track Hearts Burning Bright, which is our intro and outro music here on the show. You can find it on her Bandcamp at opoorpup.bandcamp.com, as well as her other albums. And until we've got more relationships to discuss for you, I've been Colin Detmar of Scanline Media. And I'm Jennifer Uncle for Scanline Media. And we'll see you next time. Later. Later.